You're listening to Vancouver Podcast by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, what's happening in the world, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and gain a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. All right. So, so you went to Nepal. Yes. Did you go with anybody? Did you have a plus one? Yeah, it was like one of my, it, I didn't go with anybody, but it was one of my besties' wedding. Mm. Her husband is Nepalese, so we went there to have a Nepalese wedding. Oh, and cool. it was amazing, but being in like a somewhat third world country, I don't know if it actually is third world country, so I don't want to be like... Do they have internet? They did have internet. Oh. But it's, that feels, I don't know. I feel like it's just so common, world. so it's like... Is that really an issue? If it do are they considered toilets? third world? What makes it third world? This just, sounds like a Google. Just the underdeveloped. Well, it's that's the thing, right? I don't want to call it third world because they did just recover from an earthquake, right? Okay. Because Kamenu got hit with that major earthquake, so it's like maybe it looks like it's third world because of the earthquake, but in fact it's not. But it's like India. Is India considered a third world country? I guess not, right? Maybe I'm being too dramatic about it, but Burma is. Is. I don't think Nepal is, so I take that back. I apologize if I, if I offended any Nepalese. There, there you go. We lost all our Nepalese. <laughs> yeah, fans. exactly. God damn it. <laughs> okay, now I just lost our Christian fans too. <laughs> damn it, we can't win. Fuck. We can't win. But yeah, it was a. Uh, I got food poisoning on the day of oh. the actual wedding, so I spent a good portion of the time, half in, half out. Oh, that's right. terrible. Yeah. What did you eat? I don't know what it was. Well, we had beers and like dinner at the hotel last night, but the hotel, when I say hotel, it's not, it's, it's a nice hotel, but it's not like staring at the Sheraton or anything like that. It's just, it's pretty ghetto. So the food, like a motel, it was, it was a, ho- it was like a hotel motel holiday in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was Jingy, like, cr- was Jingy there? <laughs> he was actually. Hotel, (laughs) motel kind of thing. Yeah, of course it was. But yeah, so I think I had got sick from the curry chicken, combined with the beer. But so it wasn't very great. But whatever, I still enjoyed myself. You probably wouldn't have gone there if you didn't have to go for a wedding. Totally. So it was like a blessing in that way. And then another thing that was really real eye opener was the trekking experience, which we flew up to a super high altitude and we trekked up the mountains. Oh, and that was really intense, and I don't think I could ever do that again. I've never like I like to say I'm fairly active, and you that really was a whole new level of being active for me. Just, what is it? Did you have to like climb up stuff? I've it, seen you in spin class. You're yeah. like on steroids. <laughs> oh my god, that's like you're a machine. Yeah. A side side note: we all, we me and Jesslyn both went to a very popular spin club. In Vancouver, called Ride Cycle Club. Mm-hmm. It's- on Monday, it was Jesslyn's first time. I've yes. been begging her to go to this, and she finally went to it. Yep. So tell me about your experience. Let's, I'm done with talking Nepal. Let's talk. About okay, this. Nepal. Da da da. Hike, hike, hike. Hike, hike, hike. Uh, challenging. Puke, puke, puke. <laughs> shit your pants. Shit your pants. <laughs> now you're caught up. Okay, yeah. so that was Nepal. Yeah. This is Brian. Also, In shit your pants. Fucking sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty intense though. Like, um. It felt cultish to me. Yeah, it can be cultish. I get and, that. And uh, it was almost like 
freaky shit was happening <laughs> at this place. When did you start feeling like freaky shit was happening? Uh, when that guy jumped off his bike and was just like running around like a- With his candle? Yeah. Like waving it around? Dancing? Waving around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a crazy like evangelist, tele-evangelist, yeah. <laughs> if that's even worse, um, trying to convert you. That was like crazy shit to me. So you didn't like it? I didn't like that aspect of it, but I like the environment. The yeah. energy was great in there in terms of it being like very like community. Yeah. I felt like everyone's like, yeah, yeah. They're they're finding yeah. ways to encourage other yeah. people. But outside of that, it was like everyone's fucked up in here. <laughs> like this is some fucked up shit. Really? It really felt like that because it didn't feel like an outsider could just belong. You had to adapt. Right. You had to like, like figure it out. Yeah, you had to almost change yourself to feel like you fit into that. It's definitely... Okay, so like on... So that's like... That's where it says it's cultish. Yeah. Because you do have to alter and change yourself to feel like you belong. I get it. Like, I don't know if you have to alter yourself, but you definitely have to understand how it works. Yeah. In order to, to enjoy the ride. Sure. But that doesn't mean you have to... You can't be yourself in the ride you have to be like eh, i'm here yeah, and think... then he's like you guys having fun you're like yeah and if you're not really doing that you're not really part of that experience fair enough yeah i think so i don't really feel like it's all just breaking out it's not all about no. the cardio no no, no. It's, it's definitely like, it's more and he's like do it for someone who died yeah. who died last week i don't know it's like I, um I, okay <laughs> rewind no. let's rewind he didn't he didn't pray he's like dedicate okay. your ride to somebody yeah he doesn't have, like if it's somebody that's passed away dedicate but, to them sure sure but like i'm not really thinking about that when i'm working out i'm thinking about like weight loss because i have to care of my own health yeah. but now i gotta think about someone who died like that was like mm, we're crossing lines here it's yeah, I get it's it. It's another way of motivation, yeah, sure. It's a motivational need, thing. If, but if that person who maybe isn't dialed in with yeah. their own personal emotions, yeah. they have to do that in a workout. Yeah. Fine. I'm open to like you dialing in. Right. But don't make me start thinking about my grandma. <laughs> Fucking do this for her. She wants you to do this right now. So that doesn't work for you. It's like, no. And, and I don't think that should be someone's motivation to do anything really unless they want to do this for their grandma right? right or right. for someone who passed away i understand like people um who may be in a wheelchair may not enjoy the benefits of yeah. ride but you're not riding because you saw someone in a wheelchair yeah like this ride is not dedicated you didn't come in thinking about a guy in a wheelchair thinking about your grandma to come in to ride that day yeah. like that's fucking phony baloney so that kind of rubbed you the wrong that way that rubbed me the worst way because <clears throat> You're not tapping into the reasons why you went there. Yeah. Now you're just like manipulating that person to now this is the reason why you're here because your grandma died and she has no legs. <laughs> okay. <She's> wheelchair. <laughs> okay. That's the extreme of it. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, that's totally extreme. extreme of it. But like that's what he was trying to draw out of you. I don't know. I get it. Like okay, from from a new you perspective. You always and a you've been writing for right. Yeah. Sure. So like, I I get where you come from a new perspective. So like. That's cool. Like, okay, given it. this is not my first time I've done spin yeah. class. This is the first time I've been to ride. Right. Right. Yeah. And I know ride is definitely different from like the normal spin classes that are out there. They're up there. But I think that's kind of what makes ride unique is that it's the culty vibe of it all, almost makes it fun. Okay. But the whole dedicating it to like somebody that's like passing your life. 
I think I think that was more of a motivational thing. Like you're struggling through this one like really tough part mm-hmm. of the ride, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's like yeah, use it as motivation to get through it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I get that it's like it's weird, especially if like it rubs you the wrong way. Then it definitely rubs you very abrasively the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> but like even standing out, like what are you trying to do from that? Yeah, just to get through it. Okay, I understand you want to get through that, but now you have to, like, dig into your personal shit. I think the whole point of it is to make it, like, to integrate, like, a workout as a more emotional experience too, right? Okay, I understand that. My emotion comes from my abdominal area. (laughs) So I know that when it's struggling, I'm feeling emotional about that. I understand that. Like, um, I was in a class one time, and someone touched my stomach, and I was, like, in tears, because I understand, like, physical emotions, they're connected. Yeah. But, like, this was, like, he was pulling. He was, like, <laughs> trying so hard. He was, It was just, it was not genuine yeah. to me. Fair enough. You're like, oh, someone in a wheelchair. Like, who couldn't be here today? It was like, um, that was, no, I, I get we it. weren't here for that. It's a bit excessive. I was right. looking for someone to recognize it, but it's too dark. I was yeah, like, someone connect with me right now because this is wrong, I feel. No one. Okay, everyone's still like biking their heart out. You, yeah, I don't know. I think you should take it with a grain of salt. Try not to take. I don't know. If, it's my if, first if, time in yeah. that setting and it felt phony. He's a bit, he's like every instructor is different. So maybe just if you were to do it again, maybe he's not the right one for you. I have to do it again because I paid for it, and I told Gerald about it. Well, you got like two for one classes, right? So it's a good deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good deal to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I'd say. An hour of my time. Yeah, be open to it. I was totally open to it. It wasn't that I was No, no, I mean like be open to to trying other instructors. Okay, other instructors. Because maybe they're they're not all... Michael, like the guy that we went to, Michael Kong, he's definitely... Can you say his last name now? If he ever listens to this, he'll know I talk so much shit. About We're still him. in beta mode, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest here. And Michael I highly doubt Bong, he Michael, meant. Michael Bong. Is what no I one meant. will ever know. With a C. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. He's cool. I like him. So Yeah, no, I liked him. I liked his energy. He was trying really, really hard. And I think the fact that he was trying really hard made me. Um, no, dig it. Yeah, because yeah, it was enough. an authentic. Yes. Yeah, so, so, like, after the class, I kind of got the feeling that you weren't really into it. Because <laughs> it was, I wasn't believing it. It felt phony to me. He yeah. wasn't trying enough. <laughs> or he was trying too hard. Right. Or he's just trying to get something out or of Or something. It yeah. wasn't genuine. He just didn't vibe with them. No, I did not. And he's not for everybody. He's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, some people like him, some people don't. But I think, like, if you were going to start, that would be a good class to kind of introduce you to what ride is sort of like. All the instructors are not as extra as that. Oh, thank goodness. For sure. That was too extra. But if you ever want to try again, I just, I highly recommend it. Give it one more shot before you. I do have one more shot because I paid for that class. (laughs) Are you disappointed that you paid for that class? (laughs) Yeah, no, it was my intro and now I've got content for the podcast. I know it's, I know it's hard. Like it's, it's, that's what every Saturday they offer like a one-on-one class to kind of help you understand like the moves that ride and like how Mm -hmm. to ride to the beat and stuff. So. So one thing that was good about ride was they had like a follow-up email it's like hope you enjoyed your first oh, ride I didn't know that. if you had any questions um about moves or anything like that uh just email us here 
Right. So it was like really simple. So, so that I appreciated. No, I didn't. No, oh. you should have said something then. What? You should have mentioned that like that was not cool or like that was a bit <laughs> extra or. Um, I don't think they'd appreciate it. They'd be like, what's that bitch talking about? No. For I feel our... like they're snobby in that way too, though. I don't think so. Okay, maybe I'm just like reading too much into you're it. Allowed, you're entitled to your own opinion. Um, oh yeah, so this is what they said. Um, we know the first time can sometimes be overwhelming. Yes. So if you would like a further breakdown of moves or finding the best beat, please send us an email. We can get you in an early get you in early to our next class to meet you with our front desk or an instructor. So they offer that, like, hey, we can break this down for you. This is the situation, da-da-da. Which I appreciate because there was times where I was like... What the fuck is going on? Yeah, how can you (laughs) be biking with your legs moving that quickly and bowing down at the same time and standing up and bowing, but keeping your legs in that rhythm? That's why I feel like it's really good for people to like go to the the intro class first before you go. I feel like you went like in the extreme right away. That's sh- I thought he was an intro guy. No, he he wasn't. Oh, I thought he was. He was like the extreme of it. So like when I first started, I got I got thrown into the deep end too, and I fell in love with it right away. Mm. So that's why. I was okay, like, so the thing is, it's not like I didn't like it. I like the cardio aspect. I bike pretty frequently. Yeah. Um. So that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just didn't really like his style. Yeah. Just the words coming out of his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Or everything about him and the candle and him with the lighter. He's (laughs) definitely like extra. Yeah. It's like, why do we, why do we, why do we need that? And then he was just like walking. It it was very like, um, religious in that spec. Really? Did it come across that way for you? It really did. Um, cause I don't know if you remember like in the early nineties, like late eighties, those televangelists were that extra. <laughs> he's also a big club. Like he's he's like a club boy. Like he's like a go-go dancer too. And... Oh my gosh, you're making me roll my eyes so hard right now. <laughs> then yeah, I can see that. Yeah, then I just I thought I thought maybe you would like him because he's so extra that he'd make it seem so crazy that you fall in love with it. I don't yeah, know. it was fun. Okay, I'll give you that. It was fun. Me and Neo exchanged eye rolls a few times. But at the end of it, we were just like, hey, this is like really cool. This is fun. It's just a new experience. My cardio was up. Yeah. Um, but that kind of cardio, even though it's like not spent in that hour, yeah. I do that on the weekend. Yeah. You know, for two hours or three hours. Mm-hmm. Going uphill to like uh, Richmond or whatever. Yeah. So I get that already, but without the extra. The theatrics of it, right? Yeah. Fair enough. I get it. You know? you know, maybe I'll give it another chance. I feel bad that I'm talking shit about. No, I don't think I don't think it's not for everybody. Hong Kong, <laughs> Kong, Michael Hong Kong. <laughs> I think I don't know. I I per, from my perspective, I enjoy his classes and I really enjoyed that Monday class. But I can totally get where you're coming from. Okay. It's not for everybody. It's definitely very theatrical at times. It's very over the top, and sometimes I find myself rolling my eyes. At classes when I'm just not vibing with yeah, it. Yeah, so. but also, isn't there, like, a disconnect in him and the people in his class, though? Like, I don't feel like he's there with them in the space. Um, I didn't feel that way. Okay, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just that class, too. That's yeah, my maybe it's just class. that class, exactly. So, yeah. so I can't try one more class up. with a different instructor. I'm happy to suggest other yeah. instructors, but I feel like my suggestions may not <laughs> may not be the best instructor. Is there a lady um, 
instructor that you enjoy? I enjoy Julia. Okay, maybe well. she's Julia. really good. Julie's really good, but at the same time, it's like I feel like maybe you should just go online and look at their the profile pictures and see who vibes with you the most, like online dating. I thought Michael vibed with me. I liked him. I saw him already, and I was like, he's the wed. And then we met, and I was like, oh, not so much. Now you want to high five me at the end of class? <laughs> You're like far. That's the last uh, thing I like, yeah, thank you, thank you. Well, I, I appreciated it though. <laughs> he, everyone is amped, so he did his job yeah. in that aspect. Well, I apologize that it wasn't like <laughs> no, your most favorite class. That's like but... not your fault at all. I know. But I was I watching just... you. You're like a riot. <laughs> I love it. I really enjoy ride. I feel like it's a good distraction, and it kind of gets my endorphins going in a really good Neo way. Neo did it on Wednesday. Oh, he went again on Wednesday yep. with who? He brought more friends. <laughs> oh, really? He had a ride crew. Who do you go? Who do you go to? So you know, his friend Eileen and Vicky went. Okay. He brought two more, Jackie and. Yada yada. Do you know which instructor he went? It was the same one. Oh, Michael as well. So he liked Michael? Yeah. But I thought he was rolling his eyes on Michael. Yeah, he was. But he still went anyways? I guess so. Yeah. Maybe he's not as judgmental as me. <laughs> he's like, mm, I hate it, but I'm going to go see him again. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Maybe that's that. Cool. Now, if you ever want to go again, let me know. I'll go with you. Okay, what days do you go? I usually go on Saturday. You can, we can do a Saturday class with Julia at 9.30 in the morning, but I know that's really early for you. We can do 9.30. Yeah. Tomorrow? Um, she's not teaching tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing... Oh, yeah. I told you I'm doing improv tomorrow. Yeah. Tell me about improv class. So improv class is at the Falls Creek Community Center on Granville Island. And the instructors are the people that perform at the... Oh, what's it called? It's... They, they have performances every weekend... Yuck yucks? No, no, no. It's on the island. Stanley Park? No. Granville Island. Is it a comedy show? Yeah, it's like improv. Hold theater on. sports. Yeah, theater sports. Yeah. So those people who <laughs> participate in theater sports, they teach this drop-in class yeah. on Saturdays at, on, at Falls Creek on Granville Island. And uh, it's an hour and a half, or two hours. Wait, 1.30 to 3.30. Two hours. $20 a class, and it's really fun. So you do these, like, warm-up exercises where everyone gets to know each other. People, like, split up into groups, yeah. and then um, you just do these exercises. So it's, like, word associations, um, team building. So it's, like, I don't know what the team building one is. It's also word association or um, physical attributes where you do something, someone recognizes it, and then they do it back, that kind of thing. And then at the end, that you build a story or you do games like do you know the game whose line or the show whose line is it anyway yeah. it's like that at the end so they'll, they'll throw up like a somebody's trying to buy a bagel yeah so but... you're in a mall and then it's like what are they doing they're buying glasses so it's yeah. like they're buying glasses what's the relationship that's someone's mom and that's someone's dad and then they do something kind of sounds fun it really is fun and then people like join in People can just jump in like randomly yeah. or the instructor will tell you like, hey, you and you jump into the seed or it's like um, who's landed anyway where it's like a freeze frame and then someone else would jump in yeah. like Javito and your brother are so funny. Are they? Yeah, they're so funny. Like we've gone um, maybe two or three times. No, probably just like two times. And 
sometimes your brother and Javita would get into a scene and it's hysterical. So one one time it was um these two white people were holding something and it looked like someone was holding a gun and someone was behind him like reacting to the gun but the first scene was them curling yeah so they were like um brushing the ground okay so when your brother and javita jumped in coleman goes oh my god you just shot somebody he's like oh it's not my fault and like javita was like holding the gun so things like that it's just like really funny it's it's a great way to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yes it makes you Really step outside your like comfort levels, right? Yes. Your, your, your but even though you're uncomfortable, everyone else is so uncomfortable that it's comfortable to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I get it. So our last instruct- instructor, this is probably in the fall. Um, he's gone to New York to learn at, what's that one where Amy Poehler... Upright Citizens for Good? Yes. Yes. You see, He's part of that cast now. Right. In New York. Amazing. So cool. So I just follow him on Instagram. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm pretty interested in trying it. Yeah, me and Gerald are definitely going to go tomorrow. So I hope you come too. Do a lot of people go to that? Yeah, it's like a full class. Maybe 15, 20 people. Is there a cap as to how many people can attend? I think there is. I think it's 20. Good to know. Because there's only one instructor. Right. So, it's, and then also the space is like so small. Yeah. So, it's actually pretty good that it's limited to like 20 people maybe. Right. Max. Yeah. Javito's little friend came too. It was just like really fun. I want to try it. Let's do it tomorrow. That sounds fun. If we do tomorrow, maybe we can do a class too because Coleman's helping Diddy move. A class too? Like a workout class? Mm-hmm. We'll figure something out. Not... Pride, but <laughs> well, I've been doing Aquafit on Mondays, but you don't get off till like seven fifteen, and Aquafit's at like seven p.m. Oh, okay. So my schedule changes Mondays. Me and Nima are meeting at nine a.m., so I'll be off at five. Oh, sweet! We should do Aquafit on Monday. Yeah, Let's I love Aquafit totally at Vancouver Aquatic Center. Mm-hmm. I love Aquafit. I love Aquafit. It's too. so fun, and it's actually a pretty good workout. Like. Like the first, like after the first ten minutes, I'm pretty like I'm, I'm yeah, you're out beat. of breath. Yeah, yeah. There's so much resistance yeah. in the water. Have you gone on Mondays before? No, I've never. I haven't done it in a long while, just because um, I'm a little chubby these days, <laughs> so I don't want to be in a pool unless I know everyone's going to be old. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> Mondays. Mondays. I start um, Monday, May first. May first. So this coming Monday, mm-hmm. you should be free. All right, we'll figure something out. Sweet. I need to go to that nettle place. It's next to my store. Oh nettle yeah, nettle camp right? or something. Right, right, it's yeah. called. It's they like have... a Simon store, right? No, it's oh. like a fat people bathing suit store. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But it's not like all fat people, but like they have nice bathing suits. Are you for being a bit dramatic people. when you say like fat people bathing? It's just a bathing suit store. It's a. I'll show you. Okay. It's a bathing suit store, yes. <laughs> but they also accommodate to chubby people. Got it. Well, that's good to Oh, know. I hope we delete that. I don't <laughs> want them to think that I think it's a fat bathing suit store. Well, you called it. You said it literally is a fat people bathing suit store, right? So. Delete. Well <laughs> <laughs> Abort mission. It's like, it's bathing suits for all. Well, I like that. I thought that's a better way to describe it. Yeah, I've been drinking, so... There's no filter. <laughs> yeah, and I 
am limited to words. <laughs> Look, it's like all people. I like that. That's cool. I really like it too. Cool. Because I'm all people. Yes, we are all people. We are all people. Look, it's like an older lady. Nice. I like that. Me too. All right, so should we like segue into like some some relevant topics that are going on rather than talking about like a bathing suit store for all people old people fat people for little people pe- big people i'm sure our listeners love to hear about that yeah nettle tail for all the people it's a really cool store though is it yeah uh their first store was on main street and now they have one in Gastown. is it ladies only though no but okay sure clothing wise all ladies yeah. but they have things that are like for your home right like um canadian maps got it like, so it's like uh mainly bathing suits but they have other things to support the bathing suits oh yeah well. so it's like, like camp vibes like yeah things for camping right clothes. i walked by it a couple of times but i always thought it was just like a knickknack store it's kind of knickknacky they have those like um aluminum mug things that are so light for camping right right right, right. um maps <laughs> so they got maps yeah i didn't spend a lot of time there but i will stuff. go <laughs> don't you regret this support your local businesses <laughs> shop local shop yes. local nettles tail on west cordova they don't really have like any kind of stores catered towards gay people I guess it'd all just be like... Oh, then you need to be on Davy Street. Dildos and, like, and Speedos. Lube. <laughs> and lube. And, like, <laughs> leather underwear. Am I, am I stereotyping right now? No, like, it's true, though. What makes a gay store a gay store? I guess a gay store is, like, a men's store. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, finely curated men's stuff. So what would that be? Like, uh, grooming? Yeah, like, grooming. I grooming guess. care? Yeah. I don't know. Lubrication? Yeah. Of both, Guys both get kinds freaking. of. <laughs> but yeah, even if there was, I don't know if I'd even like shop there. But it it can't like market itself as Being, the gay yeah, store exactly destination of Vancouver. It's like way too niche. It's like so niche that it's like not cool. So that's why you have to be on Davy. Yeah. Everyone on Davy knows what's up. I just and don't understand then... why it has to be so like sex driven. You know, it's like. You walk by like a store, that, like a men's underwear store, and it's just like no. so <laughs> sexual. It's like does it like I feel I feel like I'm walking to a sex toy store when I walk into a place like that. Okay, what store is like that? Top drawer, for example. It's like oh yeah, that's literally like... like they have like a sandwich board out there with a guy in like a speedo and his junk is just like exploding out of yeah, it. Yeah, and you don't see anything other yeah. than his like torso and like upper thigh. I guess tasteful is what I'm looking for. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too conservative, but I just feel like. Not every gay thing has to be over-sexualized. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so that's the other thing. I'm sure you gay folks have other hobbies yeah. other than, like, crazy underwear. <laughs> exactly. But those hobbies are, like, what we like. They're just people. like us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah, it's kind yeah. of ridiculous in that way. Yeah, so I just think it's a bit it's a, it's a bit extra when you, when you walk down Davy, And that's, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I'm out of words for. How it is I feel about extra it. because um, what you're looking for, you're not gonna find there. Yeah. Um, unless you're looking for crazy underwear. <laughs> exactly. Or. Or like fucking crazy lube that tastes like honey. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know. I don't know. That shit's crazy, though. But, but they have a market. Yeah. I feel like most of it is, like, gimmicky stuff, like, um, Spencer's or, remember the store <laughs> yes. San Francisco? San Francisco! <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that kind of shit. It was literally, like, a Spencer's, it was Spencer's, essentially. It's, they had this, like, the most random shit. Like, the one thing I remember was the two-person, <laughs> like, underwear thing. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's stupid. Or edible underwear. Ed- edible underwear. <laughs> And I felt like, like such a rebel, like walking into that store and going to like the adult section and like seeing all this random shit. You know, the craziest thing I would buy from there is like those stupid cards, like VIP. Yeah, exactly. Um, underwear inspector. Yeah, because they were the shit back then. Yeah, it really was. And or, I didn't have a lot in my wallet at that point either. Or like the underwear made of that candy. Oh yeah, that was hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. People wanted that shit. I wonder if people ever bought it and actually used it. Of course they did. That's gross. But no one ate it. No. It was like riding up their butthole. <laughs> <laughs> butthole candy. Mm, gross! I'm gonna pass on the- <laughs> mm, no, thank you. It looks really cute on. <laughs> no <laughs> point. I'm not going to eat that. Can't do that. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. get rabies or That's something. what I'm saying. It's like, like, I don't know. Growing up in the city as a gay person, does it does it really have to be something that's so niche? I don't know. Why can't it just be like everybody else? Like why why does why does my experience as a gay person growing up in the city have to be so different from your experience? It that's the thing. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, right? Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be because as a straight person, I'm not wanting that underwear. Yeah. As a straight person, I don't need a store that gives me. Every kind of fucking lube yeah. there is for a fisting good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then there's no equality there because a straight person doesn't want that shit. Well, you never know. Well, some girls like it. I'm sure some <laughs> girls want that. For me, talking for me, um, you I don't need. Fist up your ass? Yeah, I don't need a, a, a big tub for that. Or, <laughs> well. or a fucking tube sample for that. Yeah. I'm just gonna say no to that, and I'll be like, "What do you think about cuddling?" <laughs> you cool with cuddling? You know, I'm only okay with dry humping and cuddling, and things above the shirt. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, I don't know. I just it doesn't have to be extra when you're growing up in the city. I think is what I'm getting at. You know. Yeah. But what I am noticing, and this is kind of a segue into our our first issue that I have mm-hmm. is um. The, the 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 prevalent racism that goes on in in the gay society okay preferences okay like okay, i get it me. everybody has their preferences mm-hmm. you know we really do you like you like dark chocolate you like white chocolate you like milk chocolate mm-hmm. you know you like sour like cream and chocolate. chips mm-hmm. you don't like salt and vinegar chips you know, i get more. it yeah. i get it but it's different when you apply those preferences to a race in the dating scene okay right like yeah and what i'm noticing is the fact that in the gay scene there's a huge movement of racial preferences no whites no blacks no asians do and people say that in their profile? literally they no do asians. say that and they'll they'll how dare it's they? like a composite it's like no asians sorry you guys are cool but i'm just not into them and I'm just, and for me, Shame I'm just wondering. You. It's like, how is that okay to say that you're just not into Asians? Like, have you dated every Asian? Yeah, right. Exactly, right. I don't know. I just I find that's 
it's kind of damaging, you know? Because that's fucking racist. It is racist, that's right? Straight is up it racist? racist? It is that racist. It is racist. Uh, no offense. Like, you're really cool as, like, my friend and, like, my video game buddy. But I'm not going to fuck you. Because you're Asian. You. Yeah, because you're Asian. Because you're black. Because you're Hispanic. Yeah, or whatever. whatever your race is. No, that's racist. And I just wonder, like, as as a straight lady, mm-hmm. does... I guess you get the kind of reverse side effect of that, right? Where it's just like, white guys are so into Asians. Yeah, you know what? I don't even feel it. Like, I feel like everyone loves me. <laughs> All right. Oh. No, but that's You're just because, a lovable girl. Because that's, that's also I'm Asian. I'm a fucking lovable girl, and I'm hilarious. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, Asians are a hot commodity. Ever since I was, like, growing up, even as a teenager, it was, like, a thing. Like, Asians are this. Asians have this. Asians are so tight. This. You know what I mean? We already had a stereotype. So we were always um, someone you longed for. So on the flip side, I'm, I'm a commodity. It's like a white guy wants to date an Asian girl. Okay. Your mom hates uh, interracial dating, but we like this girl. Okay. It's all these things because I'm an Asian person. So on the flip side, you get the extreme where yeah. it's... Nobody because, wants you because you're Asian. Exactly. Because you're a guy. Guy like male asians aren't attractive yeah they're the fucking what's the guy from 16 candles <laughs> Long Duck Dong. yeah <laughs> you guys are that guy yeah you know forever i think straight guys straight asian straight, guys are straight like, asian guys yeah but don't you feel that as as a gay asian yeah the, the gay asian stereotyping is like this hairless femi boy you know like super mm, submissive like yeah. always a bottom kind of thing you know but i think with the gay Asians, the gay Asian scene, or just like the gay scene in general, it's like Asians are from one extreme to the other. You either like don't do not prefer Asians, or you're a total fucking Asian lover, and all you want, and the only person you date is Asians. The first few exes that I've I that I've had have been they've only dated Asian guys. So nowadays, when like does that make you feel like ew? Yeah. So when I when somebody like messages me on like Tinder, or Bumble, or like. Yeah. Plenty of fish, whatever. My immediate reaction, if it's a white guy, is like, okay. And I ask them, it's like, do you have Asian fever? Or, you know, it's like. <laughs> you actually ask that? You ha- it's like, it's it's so common that you have, I, I personally feel obliged to ask that. Okay, so you're watching for you. Yeah. Like, it's what like, is this? But then I'm like, what's wrong with the guy that likes Asians? No, because he's looking at you as an object. So is That's he. first. Would he just date any Asian guy or does he like me? First, because he's attracted to me, and the, and it's a bonus that I'm Asian. No, because he contacted you because you're Asian, and then everything else is bonus. Right, but how do we know that? That's where I'm just like, how do I know that's the truth or not? I think you can see that from his history. Yeah, can I he guess. break out of that because someone's not Asian? Well, so so I've asked them. It's like, okay, so like, have you ever dated like like a non-Asian guy? And they're like, oh well, I date like I've been interested in other like white guys or whatever but it's just i've always dated asian guys but i can't say much because i've only out of everybody that i've dated i've only dated one filipino guy and the rest <sighs> have been white people shame on you filipinos supposedly aren't even considered asian oh, that not. doesn't count <laughs> what are they considered then i don't know what they're considered they're nothing. asian regardless <laughs> okay i've dated majority white guys but I would totally date. Like, I'm not against dating other races. That's the thing. Are you open? Well, okay. You know how people have preferences? Yeah. Are you, do you prefer, like, white guys over Asian guys? 
Um, there is no preference over one or the other. But I do find myself, the majority of the people that I find myself being, like, swiping right to are, are white people. Are white people. So, okay, let me rephrase. Yeah. Are you more attracted to white guys over Asian guys? I, I you guess already said so. that. Yeah, you I guess so. Swiped yeah. right. I swipe right to Asian uh, white guys, but I do swipe right to Asian guys too. But I just find, uh, yeah, no, you know what? Okay, I'll be honest. you know what? Okay, go be honest. Yeah, like be I do, honest. I do find myself like, I find myself more like there. There are certain attractions to like the white, the white folks oh, sure, that I find myself sure. swiping right to. But mm-hmm. I'm not opposed like. If there was an Asian person I connect with, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not attracted to Asians, therefore I'm We're not talking gonna... at face value. At face value, So yeah. we're looking at Tinder, just a yeah. picture, okay. maybe something right. funny yeah. blurb. Yeah, like seven out of ten, no, maybe six or seven out of ten times I'll swipe right to like a white guy and then... So what's the other three? It's like an Asian guy or like, I don't know. Uh, so other. Middle Eastern guy or whatever. Other. You know? Yeah, other. The rest, <laughs> so to speak, right? The rest. But, but you know what? Okay, go. So, But I don't know. It's like, I I, I don't feel like it's necess- necessary for me to be like only attracted to Caucasians because that's not true. Mm-hmm. I would date an Asian guy. I would date a Middle Eastern guy. I would date an East Indian guy. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm attracted to all. You're not limited to that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Limited. I'm not limited to that. But when you put on your profile, no Asians, yeah. you're 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 that's a bold statement yeah, right there. Yeah, you're already drawing a line. And that's why I'm that's what like kind of that that's what baffles me is like, wow, you just you just automatically cut me off because of my color. Yeah. And therefore that's racist. That's totally racist. But people are arguing against the fact they're saying, well, it's just a preference. A preference is uh do you like tennis or not like tennis? It's yeah. a hobby. Yeah. But when you start like pinpointing the color of some skin right. or their ethnicity, that's racism and i feel like i don't get how gay people like gay people should understand how it feels to be discriminated against yeah you guys have been scapegoats for a really long time yeah and yet you resort to this kind of like maneuver and it's just so baffling that you should be the most understanding of how it feels to be discriminated against and yet you're pulling this kind of stuff and it's so offensive and not only that but it's damaging to like people's person like people's people's self-esteem yeah, you know I, I mean? totally agree with you. So, Asian guys do that too, though, because they like them white guys. Yeah, and they'll but put that in their profile. I know. Too. Yeah, I'm not saying like only white people or whatever to blame, but Asian guys are also really into white guys, and they'll do the same thing. But I just it what what in your right mind makes it think makes you think that it's okay to do that is what. Okay, let's start peeling onion layers yeah, let's, here. let's peel these layers. So, for one thing, Asian guys, attraction to white guys. Right. That's the same for me as an Asian woman who is attracted to white guys because I love fucking boy bats. Yeah. Preach. Right? Yeah. Go on. So, my whole life, it was... Uh, New Kids on the Block, yeah. uh, Three Ninjas. It was a Caucasian, like, dominated exposure. It was exposure. very Caucasian-dominated exposure, exactly. So until I was, like, maybe 15, 16, Joy Luck Club, Russell Long, that was, like, the he first was time. High. Yeah, I saw a fucking hot-ass guy eat my favorite fruit. So it was like, oh my god, I love him. I'm going to fucking marry Russell Watt. It was a watermelon, right? He ate it like so seductively. <laughs> he I was ate like, it like it. girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep eating. Keep eating. Love it. Love it. 
So that was the only time I was introduced to that. And yeah. then later on, it was um, uh, Romeo Must Die, Aaliyah, whatever, right? Did you, you had a theme for Jet Li? No, no, no. It was still Russell Wong. He's the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I thought you were a chef. I was like, uh. uh. He had a great personality. Because, I don't know. I didn't think he was very attractive. No, so. he wasn't. Aaliyah liked him, though, but he was that not was very attractive. That was the weirdest fucking yeah. thing. And they Aaliyah kissed. was beautiful, and then. Jet Li was, like, not, and they could not speak the same language. I like, know. That and was then weird. they kissed. Like, ew. Like, way, to, way to force a romantic scene. <laughs> hey, but if you want to think about it as racial. Yeah. Something about equality, personality, like, hey, good on them. Yeah, totally. Good on Aaliyah. Good point, good point. Good yeah, point. but yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. How about Russell Wong? She should have kissed <laughs> Russell wrong. That would Yeah, he's a really good, he's an awesome bad guy and he's fucking sexy. It's like, Aaliyah, you're not going to take Russell wrong? Move out of the way. Come over here, Russell. Wait, you want Jet Li? No, no, no. I'm going to give you one more chance with Russell Wong. No, no, no. You want this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Aaliyah, you want rewind? It. Pause. You sure? <laughs> We're gonna give you ten more chances. No refund. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you still want Final the sale. fucking Jetly? All right, he's cool. Yeah, exactly. He'll he's do. got good high kicks. Yeah, exactly. He can he can knock a motherfucker out. So. <laughs> yeah, if that's what you want, cool. Yeah, I like it. Exactly. He's cool. Um, but yeah. yeah, we are we grew up knowing white guys are the fucking hottest guys. Totally. So I wonder, like, if we say if we grew up in like, in say like you grew up in uh, Manila and I grew up in Hong Kong, would our preferences of people no. change, or do you think we'd always be attracted? to It Caucasians? would always be that because even in the Philippines, it's like white people. You want to be near light skinned people. You want to be fucking light skinned. They have this thing called Escanol, which is um, a beauty product with bleach in it, and it lightens your skin. Oh, shit. So you want that. <laughs> so they, they say it's a toner. So you do it every night. You could probably do it mo- more than every night. It's a cleanser. It's a toner. But there's so much bleach in it. So you do that to your whole body. So you it's do like, that to your skin, your face, your armpits, your legs, everything. Is dark skin like a no-no then? Yeah, dark skin is like you're a peasant. You work the shit. Yeah. So my sister, my dad was like so harsh to her. Because she had dark skin. So it would always be a thing. And I had lighter skin. So I'd be like, I'm my dad's girl. Because yeah. we don't work. Because yeah. we have such light skin. My dad was so light skin. Yeah. Um. So that was always a thing. That's so, you grow so up, fucked up. Yeah, that is fucked up. Because I grew up thinking, like, I am peach crayon. <laughs> Cheryl is brun crayon. <laughs> B-R-U-N, and I'm better in that sense. Like, my dad thinks I'm cool because I'm Peach yeah. and she's brute. Right. But that's, that's so like a fucked, fucked up. up way of thinking. And yeah. then at the end, I was like, my grandma was so dark and my dad would diss her so much. All I wanted to be was dark. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't want to be, like, this skin. skin. Yeah. So it had, like, the adverse effect on me. But, like, that's what I saw. It's so funny how, like, that whole light-skinned um, yearning goes across so many races. Like, yeah. black people, it feels the same way. Like, light-skinned, light-skinned fellas, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, Chinese, it's like, I know my mom was always like, don't tan, don't tan, stay out of the sun. <laughs> but for me, like, growing up in the Western side, like, all I want to do is tan. Like, yeah, come I love the same way. Tan. Yeah. Any and chance it's crazy. you got. It's like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, in Korea, like, they have, like, making sure you have, like, white skin. It's like, 
it's crazy like even in in like the nazi german cultures right it's like having light skin like white Light eyes white light eyes blonde hair it's like what what kind of kick-started that whole idea that white is right you know what i mean because people who worked in the sun were laborers right so if you're dark you worked yeah you're like a peasant yeah you're beneath us right so i feel like that's where it might have stemmed and then everything else was like aesthetic like oh you're too dark oh you're too tanned you're too olive yeah but yeah it's weird how in the western culture i guess in the west coast culture like it's great to have a tan that means you've been out yeah you've been outdoors exactly enjoying a life and i think that's how like i feel like there needs to be a shift in cultural dynamics where it's okay to have dark skin you know what i mean you know what we don't i feel like we don't really feel that here like my mom's still concerned like oh you look dark oh what is that you're in the sun is like oh yeah i've been biking yeah <laughs> like things like that like she still doesn't understand that even yeah. though she travels yeah but it's a it's just i think our generation that's appreciating that yeah. so i think if we spawn like or procreate that generation won't give a shit and further spread that understanding that yeah it's okay to have yeah totally i agree like I take it as a call if you're like, oh, you got a tan. I'm just it's like, like you mm-hmm. damn motherfucking right I got a tan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah, check out my chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See these tan lines? See these sunglass tan see, lines? See, yeah, you want to see this? Yeah, I wear short shorts. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like bragging rights. But then you go to like Asia and they're like, ugh, you got a tan. Like, it's like, oh my sinful. God. Get an umbrella. <laughs> but no, yeah. but that's like a cultural thing too, though, because their mentality is still yeah. that. It's it's a bit it's a bit much, mm-hmm. but you know, that's that's one of the eight things that Asians have to deal with in a sense. I know, <laughs> it's harsh that way too. Cause like I have a cousin who's half Italian, half Filipino, and her being dark is still like a thing. <laughs> like she wants to be dark, or she can't. Be like dark. she can't be dark. Like oh, what happened to you? It's like oh, I was in the sun. <laughs> oh why? It's like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> You are a vampire. <laughs> Please never do that again. Yeah. It's unsafe. But yeah, it really is a cultural thing. It just depends on how deep it runs. And it runs pretty deep. Clearly. Yeah. It's still going on to this day. Like, I know tons of you. The Korean culture is huge about that. You know okay, I, mean? I always find, like, Korean culture is very vain. <laughs> yes. So it's, like, all about appearances, and then everything falls behind. If you're yeah. sick... Um, if that medication is making you ill, just keep taking it because you look so great. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have to make a lot of sacrifices to look amazing. It's a very like, yeah, like put up a face almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But men, they're always put together. They have the great outfits and they're always fit. Like even if you're kind of a chubbier Korean <laughs> girl, I always feel like you're always put together yeah. and you look amazing. <laughs> That's just how it is. It's like always be presentable. Good for them. They're trying. Yeah, I wish we'd all try a little bit more, though. We all. Uh, as a collective. It's not for everybody, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> come as you are. Yeah, come Just as you come are. Just come as you are. We will accept you the way I you are. I accept you. Yeah. <laughs> so, we where, did we left? where did we leave off last? I guess we talked about Korean vanity and yes. how they're always looking so prim and proper. Yeah, that um, we should always at least strive yeah. for such. But the basis of what we were talking about uh, all tied back to the whole, um, I guess, Asians and, and as well as, like, discrimination that goes on in the Asian society. Mm-hmm. And um, the root of that was started off with 
how in the gay scene there's a lot of discrimination against Asians. And I've always felt that, but I always thought that I was being paranoid about it until I was listening to Throwing Shade. And this comedian named Joel Kim, you can follow him on Instagram at I Hate Joel Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually talked about that, and a lot of he's a comedian and he's an actor, and a lot of his shtick is about being Asian in the gay scene. And one of his things was that this is such a, a relevant thing that there's this huge dis- discrimination. The whole no Asians thing is a huge thing, and I felt like I really connected with him and he he really recognizes that and he puts it in a way where you don't think that you were the only one who felt that way you know so do you find that um you're finding that in your own dating scene oh totally like i before i didn't really understand why i thought it was normal and then it had some kind of weird wait you felt it was normal yeah to know that you weren't part of this dating scene yeah like no Asians let, and you're like, okay, that's all right. It's but. like, I get it. I get it. Kind of thing. Right? It's like, I guess people have, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I guess people like only certain colors. But then as I got older, I was like, wait a minute, that's actually racist. Yeah, that's wrong. That's really fucked up. Yeah. And even nowadays, like when, when I'm like on Tinder or I'm on Bumble or whatever dating app I'm on, and I, I start messaging people, I always wonder, it's like, Will is will they not message me because I'm Asian? It has this yeah. weird psychological effect on me you now. Where I always wonder, like even like people in real time was like, oh, I wonder if he's even into Asians. See, because you know already. Yeah, that's fucked up though to think about that. But the on... damage has already been dealt, right? So I'm I'm yeah. like trying to repair it and tell myself like people aren't going to discriminate you. Has anyone said that though? It's like you've swiped left or you've messaged and they're like, oh, I don't eat. I don't date Asian guys. Well, yeah. Has that happened? Yeah. It has been. (gasps) It's like, sorry, not into Asians. What? And there was this one guy that I liked. And then I, then like somebody told me, oh, he's not into Asian guys. (gasps) What? So like, how can I not? Is this modern day? Or is this like 10 years ago? You're in high school. This happened. No, no. This was like modern days. This wasn't even on an app. This was actually in real life. Because my friend is friends with this person. And he's Asian. (laughs) That makes it even worse yeah that guy's fucked up and I, and I, what's i and like people just didn't understand why i was so angry about it it's like how can you not be angry about somebody who's like that like like what's i said before, they're like oh it's a preference yeah it's like it's that's, like, that's complete fucking bullshit that is bullshit a you preference I mean? is like um he doesn't like hiking yeah <laughs> exactly he doesn't like um what's another one a gluten-free food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I didn't think we had gluten-free spaghetti, and I was. Yeah, we did. I I didn't think I like it, but actually, you did. You're open-minded. It. I fucking down that shit. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you loved it. I loved it. You're not racist to it. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you have not met every Asian person in the entire fucking world no. for you to be able to make that kind of statement that you're not into Asians. How could you even make a statement like that? I just think it's because like. The worst Asian, yeah. if you think you're against Asian, may be the best white person. Exactly. So you're saying that like every white person in the world is better than that Asian that you're yes. not into. Like, you know fuck I mean? you. It's like, okay, wow, not only are you narrow-minded, but you're a fucking racist son of a bitch. So yeah, like once I see that on your profile or if I hear anything like that, then I just write you off. Like, What's worse is like an Asian person said that. Right. Exactly. And I, 
especially because an Asian person said that, it really changed my perspective of how I viewed that guy. Like, you are not attractive anymore. Like, if that's the kind of personality that you have, then yeah. I do not, I don't, I don't want to associate. And I feel like it's so common in the gay scene that yeah. that's why it's, like, acceptable. It really is. So, um, one person I follow on Facebook yeah. is the love life of the Asian guy. Right. And he had an article that he posted about an Asian man who only did white guys. Right. And he had a thing about not dating Asian guys because yeah. he only liked white guys, but right. it was a preference. It yeah. was a personal preference. It was an racist preference. Right. But, but it's like, how could you not see that it's like... Racist. Racist. <laughs> yeah. Straight up racist. Exactly. I just, I don't get it. It... How in your mind are you not seeing racism when you make that kind of statement? It's that... very strange. Okay, so... Because it's sexual? Like, I don't get it. And if it's just sexual, you yeah. don't see race. Yeah. It's like, it's animal instinct yeah. at that moment. So it's you're not like... thinking, oh, are you from the Orient? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you from Asian countries? Yeah, it's purely no, for it's the like, sex. Yeah, I want to fuck you right now yeah. because we have a connection. Exactly. Like, you're not thinking that. So... For me, like, uh, when I was starting to date, it was only white guys. Yeah. Also, I grew up in Surrey. There was not a lot of, like, Asian guys that I was, like, yeah. talking to at the malls right. or whatever. Yeah. It was mostly, like, white people. Right. So, naturally, it had been, like, white people. So, for me, it was like, oh, I think my preference, just white people. Because <laughs> that's all you know, right? But that's also what I've only been exposed to. Yeah. Like, Coleman and I, I've known since high school, mm -hmm. but nothing was, like, sexual yeah. and nothing was romantic. And then his friends, we never really, like, hung out or that. Yeah. Um, his friend Connor, me and him went out to a movie, but, like, no connection. But that was, like, the extent of me going out with one of his friends. Yeah. Um. So that was that. Right. And it wasn't like a race thing. It was more like um, I haven't dated anyone else because yeah. that's really what I'm like exposed to or like what I'm socializing with. Totally. It's like if all you've eaten is cornflakes, how do you, how, like, how, <laughs> how are you supposed to, like, you know what I mean? It's like, then you don't know anything else. You didn't know that there was like Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. You didn't yeah. know that there was Corn Pops. You didn't know that there was Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, you know this. Apple Jacks. Fruit Lips. <laughs> exactly. My favorite. Exactly. No, it's true. You're right. So it's not so much, I can't say that's my preference. No. Because I just don't know anything beyond it. And look, like, you're Coleman's Chinese. So. Coleman's Chinese. We're married. Yeah. So I don't have a preference. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, right? If you limit yourself to a preference, you're just showing how narrow-minded you are. With really? It's, it's so true. Because you already said that. And if you go beyond that, you it's almost like, you're not a person of your word totally. now. Now it's like your words at stake. And yet somehow you rationalized your rationalized it in your head enough to make you think that it's okay to set those kinds of racist preferences. So okay, so when you see an Asian guy who's like, I don't eat, date Asian guys. Yeah. Are you like what? Yeah, Are literally. You, like fucking crazy. I just I just question and I prod and I ask more questions until I get to the reason as to why they would make that kind of statement. So through like the the apps or whatever, yeah. like have you encountered that and have you questioned that person? Mm, so they're like, oh, I don't eat, date. Definitely not. I think people that I met were who were just like, oh, I only date white guys. Like I've questioned them, but so I don't know. sometimes okay, they're very do... bigoted about it too, right? What do they say? They just like 
like, I don't know. I just like white guys. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, I'm not into Asian guys. That's why. Or like, it's just like, it's such, it's not even like a clear explanation as to why they don't like them. Okay. They just say, I like what I like. Okay. So they can't even. They can't even process it. So, like, obviously, if you can't even process it, then you clearly you don't understand why you're being racist about it. Okay, so maybe that stems also from their own upbringing. Yeah. Those expats, you know, American army guys that yeah. hook up with, like, Asian ladies. I don't know. I just... Yeah, it's... it's it. I know it's more complicated than it sounds. No, it is. I just, I don't feel like it needs to be that complicated, you know what I mean, at the same time. It's like, why does it have to be so complicated where you can't understand how you're not being racist by discriminating against another person's color of their skin? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Especially if you're Asian. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up to me. Asians get the worst, I feel like. They just, this. it's like these awful fucking stereotypes that have been built around Asians in media. Yeah. And just... And just, like, they, certain types of Asians that get kind of clumped together into one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, stereotypes stem from a certain truth to it, right? But it's when people take that stereotype and generalize it across the entire... Like, this isn't even a race. This is... Asians is, like, an all-encompassing <laughs> thing. It's, like, a cult... Uh, so if a, you look kind of Chinese, yeah, you're kind of like Japanese, yeah. you're kind of Korean... Exactly. You're Asian, yeah, you know what I mean? But Asian. I mean, like... You don't know. You you don't know enough for you to make that kind of statement. So going back to our other comment about um, sixteen candles. Yes. What's his name again? Long Duck Dong. Long Duck Dong. I think he is the root of a lot of how we feel. Totally about Asian people. Yeah, and I think in media, like Asians are always portrayed in a certain way, and you never see an Asian in like the proper light that. Like a normal... No, they're never a, a leading man. Yeah, never. They're never a superhero. Yeah. They're either geeky, you know, they're they're more for comedic reasons. Yeah. They are action superstars, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Why can't we just have a normal fucking Asian? I think the closest Asian that I can think of that is like that is Olivia Munn. She was What's like... What's she even doing though? Um, She's just... Well, that's the thing, right? It's like... Alexa Chung. Alexa Chung, yeah. But she's half. And same with Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn is half too. Exactly. You have to be half. Yeah. So it's, Or it's just... you can't be whole Chinese. That's another thing. You That description of being like whole or half, that means you're taking away from something. Yeah. So exactly. you're, you're never Chinese. No. Because you're half something else. It's like you have to be white. Yeah. So you, you have to pick yeah. one or the other. Yeah. And that's like another thing that makes you... Um, more separated from identifying as an Asian person. Yeah. So it's like another fucked up thing that we've created. Yeah. So we can never be like proud to be Asian totally. because um, I'm half British. Yeah, exactly. It's like so. my dad is British, but my mom's Chinese. But like, uh, you know, I grew up here. Yeah. It's always like, uh, uh, it's almost like a ticket out. You know what yeah. I mean? I, that's why I think like, uh, as this, I don't, I don't know if it's actually what I think it is, but I feel like Terrace House really puts, like, Asians on the map of, like, we're normal. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, we have relationships. We have relationships. We're good-looking. Yeah. You know, we're not long duck dong. Yeah. You know? we, we're striving for something. We're striving. We're models. We're actors. We're yeah. surfers. We have ambition. You know I mean? Yeah, we have ambitions. We're architects. It's just... And I think... 
I think that really that is a step in the right direction of putting Asians on the map to normalcy if that makes sense yeah I, th- I think you're right too because now we're viewing them as like regular people yeah they're just not like this fucking nerd they're not totally. this like jacked up yeah. superhero totally they're just like regular folk that yeah. just live yeah exactly so it's it's a work in progress we have a long way to go but yeah it's but I think easy. that's a constant fight because um okay like early 2000s Asian women that are in the spotlight um were objectified Okay, do you remember when Seoul had, what was it? It had like some really sexy girl like in the stands and she was like cheering the soccer team. What was this? It was like 2000s. Anyways, she got a modeling contract because she was just like really cute. So it's like women are import models. Yeah. Um, They're these kind of women who don't have to speak. Not never like strong independent. They're not strong independent. They're just there half There's naked. Fetish just size, like, like exactly. Yeah. That's how women are portrayed. Yeah. We don't see men that way. Um wait, I don't think you do Asian men or just men? Asian general? men. Yeah. I think in media at least, your Asian men are martial artists. Like still Bruce Lee, he died like twenty years ago. Well Jackie Chan. Thirty years ago. Jackie Chan's like a good example of that. No one's fucking buying for him though. No one's like in love with Jackie Chan. No, like in terms of like. No one wants to fuck Jackie like Chan. Wise. Yeah, who's sexy? Um, how about like Yao Ming, <laughs> the basketball? No, player. no, he's not sexy. <laughs> Is there another? He's so lame. Like he's. I don't think people no, are thinking know, I'm going to fuck that guy. I wouldn't want to do him either. <laughs> that's like doing an ogre giant. Oh, that's really mean. I shouldn't have said that. But he's not. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's attractive yeah. to me. I like Asian guys. I'm fucking all about Asian guys. But yeah. I'm not going to fuck that guy. Yao <laughs> Ming's not the guy I'm going to fuck. Yeah. I know. It's like, I know they're good looking Asian guys, but in terms of. Oh, one good-looking Asian guy is, um, he's Korean. I don't watch, um, Walking Dead, but he was, like, a main character. Oh, that guy? Yeah. And I saw him on Conan, and I was like, yeah. hmm, he's fun. I'm gonna like I this like guy. I feel like his Jason or something like that. I don't know. Has- we don't even know his yeah. name. And he's, like, super famous. He's a really good actor. Yeah. So, one article I read on the love life of the Asian guy was, um, an article about that actor Oh, it's so awful that I can't even remember his name. Um, and it was, you know his name? I thought I did. <laughs> Do you say Olsen? I was going to say like William something. Will. Will Kim? It's Will Park, maybe. Will, Will Park. We'll call him Will Park. <laughs> so Will Park, he's on the show, like on Conan. He takes him out to like a Korean spot. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> he's so lovable. He's kind of sexy. Yeah. He's so sure of himself. Yeah. So um, he gets killed off on Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the one of the like characters that had been there for since probably, the beginning. Since the beginning. Yeah. And then he got killed off, and um, he was auditioning for like more roles. Um, and I forget who it was. I think it was a guy from Mad TV. 
another Korean, like yeah. Korean actor. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you Bobby hear the story? Or like yeah. That? yeah. So they both auditioned for the same role, and it was a stupid role. Yeah. It's like, like goofy Asian guy. Yeah, so. goofy Asian guy for, in college or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Bobby looks at him, and he's like, Bobby hey. Lee. Yeah, Bobby Lee. He's like, Bobby Lee looks at Walking Dead guy and was like, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm auditioning for that guy. He's like, I'm auditioning for that guy. He's like, why are you doing it? You're actually like an actor. He's yeah. like, hey, this is the stuff you have to do. Yeah. So now he has to do like bullshit roles, even though he's such a good actor yeah. because he doesn't have the recognition in Hollywood totally. because he's an Asian guy. It's like, it must be so frustrating that he has to audition with fucking Mad TV, stick your finger up your ass, totally, like, oh, exactly. I'm so funny. And he's like, like an actual comedy. actor. Like legit actor. Legit actor. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But I feel like in the media, white is right. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then um, black is awesome yeah <laughs> what rhymes with black black is like crack black is like crack you need it yeah and then and then hispanics hispanics are... and then sexy asian maybe <laughs> yeah. in the mix i don't think there's ever been a sexy asian in in um what yeah. uh <laughs> can you look at all the fast and the furious please there's no sexy Asians in Fast and the Furious. Are you, are you all being sarcastic? Seven you being installments. <laughs> I'm being serious. Are you telling me there's no sexy Asians in those movies? I never watched it. Are there sexy Asians in there? There's them? always sexy Asians in those sexy like, Asian girls movies. or sexy Asian guys? Girls. Oh. Well, girls, it's girls, you, there's always sexy Asian girls. Okay, fine. People, that's a given. people fetishize Asian girls, right? That, like, that's like a huge thing, right? Yeah. But Asian guys. No. I've, n- I've yet to encounter that. Let me think. Let me think, too. Mm, no, I don't think. This is where you cue in some of that music. Like, da na na like <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy. Totally. But I've yet to... I know there are hot Asian guys, though. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to date an Asian guy, actually, to be honest. Like, Have you only dated... Oh, yeah. I dated one Filipino guy. I bet he was so nice. Was he so nice? Uh, yeah. No, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> he was the worst. He was probably one of the worst. Oh, but he was also my bad. first, so. Oh. You know how bad. the first is always like the worst. Yeah, I hear ya. But yeah. Um that's Filipino yeah. guys are sexy though. <laughs> there are definitely some sexy ones. For yeah, sure. for sure. And they dance so awesome. <laughs> They're always breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that stereotypical? Yeah, that's stereotypical. <laughs> But you're right. They're always Paul blocking. <laughs> they're really good dancers. <laughs> they really, they really, really are. They really know their bodies. <laughs> um, okay. So you never. You don't talk to him anymore, though. No. Oh, he's from Toronto. Oh, he's yeah. not from here. You when you're young, you do stupid things. Oh, for sure. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. But yeah, I understand. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think. Asians have Asians are only just starting to get like the proper normal recognition, but it's it's a slow, slow, slow progress. Yeah, there's a new movie coming out and it's all um Asian cast. It's based on the book. 
Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Constant Wu's in it. I like her, even though she has like the stupidest fucking accent. Oh, on she has another. Fresh off oh, the vote. Does she have an accent in this one? You think? I hope not. I would hate it if she did. But uh, fresh off the boat, she has like the worst accent ever. I cannot. They stand. all have like bad accents yeah. on that show. Yeah, I just I don't understand the point of it. Is that so that white people can relate or like? Or be able to like associate, oh yes, they're Asian because they have the accent. Oh yeah, they're you know not I mean? born here. Like, why do they need that accent? It's on ABC, so. Yeah. Another reason why. Yeah, ABC sucks. Um, but I'm glad they have Fresh Off the Boat. Yes. That was also the same network as um, All American Girl with Market Cho. It's a great show. It was a great show. It was. Too it bad. It really put Asians on the map. It really the did. Normal. But they. Um, I guess the 90s, you couldn't appreciate that shit. No, you definitely couldn't. Um, speaking of Asians on TV, I was on um, CNN's Instagram. Mm. Why are you following them? <laughs> My friend told me to watch it. She's just like, oh, check this. You should check out the story on CNN. And I checked it. It was um, like what apartments are like in North Korea. Okay. And so... I guess North Korea has a pretty bad reputation right now, right? People think it's a communist country, like everybody's poor, you know, it's like a third world. Yeah, they brainwashed yeah. them. Yeah. Yada, yada. So Instagram did a story, uh, CNN's uh, Instagram story did a thing, like an expose on like what a normal Korean apartment looks like. So it was, I, I was watching it and I don't know if I was supposed to be like, oh, this is great that we get to see like yeah, you a, get a slice inside. of life of North Korea and what yeah. apartments like but then as I was watching it I was like I'm actually kind of offended by the way they did this so it was sort of I feel you know how people magazine did this does this thing where it's like oh they're just like us <laughs> who are it better yeah but yeah. instead it was like the flip of that where it's just like oh they're still like that so they did things like oh it's like you just follow a person with a camera and they start talking about like you see them like walking to the building and they're like oh the elevator doesn't work because of electrical power outages, so you have to walk 13 flights of stairs up. So, it's like, okay, get it, yeah. Like, okay, power's an issue. And then they go and they're like, um, oh, you have to take your shoes off when you walk into the home. Okay. <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, we were taking our shoes off because people do that in Korea. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, okay, maybe that's just, maybe that's just a white guy comment right there. And then they're like, Oh look, they they put family photos on the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is getting a bit ridiculous now. And then and then the one that really like 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 flip, make me flip out was like they still have landlines. They use the landline phones. And then you see the lady like pick up and use the phone. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like, what's the big fucking deal if they use a landline? My mom still uses a landline to talk on the phone. Like, I mean, mom. What's so shocking about photos that? Photos of her family on the wall. Exactly, and they show like a little like like a pan of their like kitchen and like simple and modest. And I'm just like, what does that even mean? It's like, are you trying oh to say that gosh. they're like us or that they're so underprivileged that that they Is have? Is this a, sim- a white guy? Yeah, it's CNN. A journalist. It's a CNN like expose. So. What was supposed to be like a really eye-opening thing ended up being like a really kind of offensive thing. Oh, it, that is offensive. You know what I mean? That's some fucked up, like fucked up shit. It's like, what's the? I, I just I don't understand what the point of that was. Like, was the point of it to change people's perspective of what North Korea was like, 
or was the point to make North Korea look like it's still like like a third like a second world or third world country you know that the fact that they have like okay did you learn anything from that i knew that it would look like that it wasn't anything new for me it honestly looks like any other condor apartment in china or hong kong it doesn't look that crazy or different so that's what shocks me i mean okay cool i get that it's it's a struggle to have to walk up 13 flights of stairs because of the power <laughs> outage. because nobody wants, nobody wants to take the, el- the elevator because the power could cut out at any time and you'd be stuck in the elevator oh, that's so that's why people terrifying. don't take the elevator but then i don't see what the big deal is about showing them like okay showing- you know what shame on cnn to put this expose as something so light well that's what i'm wondering it's like what was the because point there's of that? way more shit that they could have shown. Exactly. But then I'm wondering, it's like, okay, I'm sure North Korea, because of their major censorship, were they just like censoring what CNN could and couldn't show? It's probably that. And it, they probably like handpicked where they were going to film. Because they had to. Because yeah. like anyone going in is regulated by yeah, the government. Totally. So I, I get it, but I just felt like you, then you didn't need to post that story because yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, this is not like an expose. If You're they, censoring your shit. Yeah. It's such a, like, a first... I just think the whole landline thing was, like, what tipped me off. You know what I mean? It's, like, I don't get how that is something that you need to, like, do a story on. The fact that they have a landline still. You and know what I mean? And they have a landline. Yeah. It's, like... Oh. It's, like, it's so first world for you to say something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's ridiculous. CNN is kind of bullshit, too, these days, anyway. It's kind of, like, junk media, I find. Like, the majority... Okay, it's not in the same realm as, like... Fox News. Yeah. But I would lump them all the same. Yeah, I don't think CNN's any better than Fox. Maybe slightly better than Fox News, but. Yeah. Like, I don't even watch anymore. It's I don't all watch sensationalized. Fox News. It really is. MSNBC is the same shit. Yeah. Like, all of that is just, like, fucked up news you can't even, like, deal with. So you have to, like, find your sources. So I don't know if you have access to, like, Al Jazeera. I feel like that's, like, a little bit neutral. Yeah, yeah. Like, BBC, right. like, NPR, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but unless you... I hope everyone has the internet. Like, you can't access that on regular cable. No, you can't. It's, like, you have to pay extra to yeah. access that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you need to pay extra to get, like almost the closest thing to real news yeah like just show me the facts and don't sensationalize it It, that's all it is though totally i agree this world's like so fucked up (laughs) but that's kind of where we're going yeah it's kind of scary though because like if you want like my sister is having a baby um does she know or understand the climate of where we're going right like she wants to raise a baby in this yeah it's like no one should raise humans in this this is like really fucked up shit we're at a tipping point right now it can either go really really good or go really really bad it's gonna go really really bad do you really think so i really really think so why is that i think it has a lot to do with um the states i think they have a lot of influence in what we do here in Canada and elsewhere. So right. not saying that like they set the tone. Yeah. But they have a lot of influence. They have a lot of money. They have they they do a lot of like um trades. I feel like their influence impacts what we do. For sure, definitely. Um but okay. I don't know. Like maybe Trudeau has some good news. We'll see. I don't know. 
Ugh. It, so the other thing too really is like times. it really is weird times. We have our election coming up yeah. on the ninth, and I still don't know who to vote for. Exactly. So it's like voting for green. Am I throwing my vote? Yeah. That, Am I still throwing my vote even though I love stigma. them so much? I think I think nowadays people would just say, you mean like voting for somebody else besides like whatever liberal liberal or back liberal <laughs> whatever it's just like you're that's one less vote for them yeah so there's that one perspective but then it's like if the majority are voting for liberal then you want to do what you can to give the other teams a vote it's only ndp though do you want yeah. to vote ndp like should we all vote for green then i think our generation is more an ndp generation but like our parents generation is more conservative and then like that kind of everything in between is liberal. Yeah, we don't want to do liberal though. We've already done that. It sucked. Christy Clark has. Sucked. It's better than conservative though, right? So it's just like that's the thing, right? It's like okay, if conservatives win, then it's your fault because you didn't vote for liberal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have to vote NDP then. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I need you know what? I keep googling. Like, is there a quiz? <laughs> like, where am I Tell leaning towards? Yeah, to. they, there is. This where yeah. it's like it's like a like who to determine like so they ask you a bunch of questions about like your opinions on certain things um, and you rate and then it tells you who you should vote for and like who's yeah, your yeah I'm green but like oh you so you did already yeah I already did it because you, you know want to throw your win. vote yeah. they're not gonna win <laughs> I'm gonna throw my vote if enough people get together but I think but most people who like think green. Um, ready feel like the same I feel like we're throwing your vote away. So you won't vote for green? No, I'll probably vote for NDP at the end. Because <laughs> I don't it's want... It's a safer bet, right? Exactly. Yeah. It'd be cool if NDP won. Oh, I want green to now, win. Though. If we all thought like that, like we should just all vote green and then see what happens. Regardless, you should vote. Oh, I'm going to vote regardless. Yeah. Vote green. Vote green. <laughs> Or NDP. <laughs> or NDP, yeah, but... Just to vote liberal. If you don't care about throwing your vote, <laughs> then vote green. If you're scared, then vote NDP. <laughs> I don't know. We're not telling you what to do, though. You do you. Yeah, vote... You do don't, you. Just don't vote conservative. <laughs> yeah, or uh, liberal. I feel like liberal's better than conservative, though. I, I feel like you... They're both wrong. We couldn't do... Do either. This whole micro-sweet thing is a bit... Oh, yeah. Did you see that article? So, 400 square feet for uh, $1,700. No parking <laughs> included. In East Van. And it's like shared accommodation. Yeah, you have to share it with a bunch of people in your building. So you just have a room, essentially? Pretty much. But you wash. have like your bathroom and all that stuff. But it's still 400 square feet. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they all go. That's $2,000. So $1,700, and that's just your suite. Yeah. You don't have internet. You don't have cable. You haven't even considered parking. So what are we looking at, really? It's like 2000 plus. Around there, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, you can live like... in uh, fucking Chinatown, <laughs> in Bumsville over there, yeah, where the it's ghettos. fucking scary. But once that once that development happens, it's it's gonna start getting you know. Oh, for sure, well, it's already getting there right now. Like, yeah, a lot of breweries why are you opening can... up there. Restaurants are opening up there. Well, that's why you can charge seventeen hundred dollars yeah. for four hundred square feet. Yeah, totally. That's It'll ridiculous. Work. It'll go. Don't get me wrong. I, I honestly think it's gonna go. We're over capacity in in like downtown Vancouver. 
Yeah, but... Look at the rents already right now. It's crazy. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this here. Uh, no, you're right. It is... It's ridiculous. It's shameful, too, though. Because, yeah. like, our, our minimum wage is so low. Cost the living lady. wage is actually, like, $21 yeah. an hour. So we're already living under those means yeah. and still trying to, like, survive. I just heard on the radio that they're reevaluating that again, and they're gonna like make a change and make it like actually higher, like the minimum wage and just like the cost of living. Okay, so that what does that mean for business owners then? How can they afford to pay their employees that? Tough one. Yeah, I don't know. That's the that's the flip side though. It's like eleven dollars. Like at work, we pay very much higher than minimum wage to mm-hmm. start. Right. Um, so what does that mean for us then? So now we have to go beyond that. (laughs) It's a never ending battle, I guess. I guess it's one thing to make that decision that you're going to increase minimum wage, but it's another thing to have to pay those wages out, right? Yeah. Who gets to pay that? Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's like maybe NDP wants to say that, but then what happens? Are there subsidies that pay for that? Yeah. Like I didn't hear anything about that. Totally. So I don't know how they, I don't. I don't know how you get around it, right? If you make it a mandatory thing, like as a small business owner, how do you even afford to pay an increased minimum wage? You couldn't. You'd have to raise your prices. Yeah, you'd have to raise like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Or like now maybe scale back on staff. So let go of some people. Yeah. So you can pay people the living wage. Like (sighs) it doesn't make sense. So does that mean that maybe I'm not so much worth the job? Right there because they can pay someone less or the same amount totally without having to increase my wage you know what i mean we'll see may 9th is uh only a couple of days away don't forget to vote i will never forget to vote <laughs> you don't forget to vote i will not forget to vote okay i think we chatted quite a bit about yeah, we covered some really good topics <laughs> I feel like. we really did we, we got pretty deep we got shit. political we got philosophical you know we covered some some deep rooted issues well it's been so long since we last we had a lot to talk about exactly what has happened um okay as per usual, yeah we always talk about things we beef about yeah do you have anything to beef oh, about i always beef about so many things <laughs> all right uh, do you want me to start yeah, on my beef you start first okay where do i start i'll start with um hype shit <laughs> you know how Okay, so Raining Champ yeah. has been like huge. Yeah. They did a collaboration with they put Adidas. Vancouver on the map. Yeah, put yeah. Vancouver on a map for streetwear. Um, they're in Bloomingdale's. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. Like when we were in New York last, what was it? Uh, end of February. Right. Huge. Like Bloomingdale's had a huge section of just Raining Champ shit yeah. with Adidas. Right. Um, and now I'm noticing on my Instagram with people that I know that. Now they're loving Raining Champ. Like, Raining Champ's a fucking shit. <laughs> Love it. Here are my knit sneakers. Yeah, like, totally. you didn't give a shit about them like six months ago, right. eight months ago. Now, now, now you're rocking their shit. The now you're fucking jumping on the... sliced bread. Exactly. Right. And that makes me so mad. Like, why? <laughs> you didn't give a shit before. And now you're like, oh my god, represent it. Uh, yeah. I care about this shit. Raining chat. Hashtag it's so OOTD. Awesome. Hashtag yeah. raining chat. Uh, yeah, hashtag <laughs> raining chat. 
hashtag local, hashtag yeah. Van City. Right, right. Like, I didn't know you love that shit. Totally. I didn't know that you're all about it. Yeah, totally. And Coleman, he's loved writing chat for so long. Yeah. He's not repping it like, oh, it's my shit. No. Love he it so much. I'm it. an OD. Yeah. Like, he just yeah exactly he rocked it because he liked it and now people are just jumping on this pad like this bandwagon yeah but at the same time i'm like hey thanks for supporting yeah that's vancouver that's us represent but like fuck you you didn't give a shit before and now you're all about them because they're so hypey yeah and now you're hashtagging the shit out of it like i hate you so much (laughs) it's just a lack of authenticity in that it really is but i will still like it because i support them and i support rating chat because i like them so much too but like fuck you fakers there's a there's a certain type of exclusivity that comes along with it too right it's like i was into i was into them from like like the start yeah and therefore like you don't know shit. Yeah, almost, you're right? following. You're an early adapter. Yeah. And now these people are just fucking falling behind. Yeah. But, you know, that's how they gain new audiences, right? No, I get that too. But that also means that maybe that brand is falling off. So if you could think about... Like a trend, uh, like a trend-driven thing more than like... Totally. Like a, like a true fan. Or like, yeah... To, like, support the brand, like, Filson, for instance, even though they came from, like, hunting mm-hmm. and, like, a fishing background, people still follow it, yeah. even though it's so huge right now, they still have a following, but they still remain, like, hunting, fishing. Right. Like, they, they still stay true rem- to their roots. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Rainy Chap, of course, kind of sold out a little bit yeah. when they did the collabs, but that gave them that exposure that they totally. wanted. The even bigger launch of exposure. That exactly. They to, That's right? what they wanted, though. Yeah. So, like, we can't be, like... Shitting on, on them it. for yeah, that, for sure, because the goals met. Yeah, like, exactly. They're there for they're, that. They're in it for the money. They need to make money. They need to make a profit. They I need to grow totally their business. get that. So, so not all brands need to do that. Like another thing is like Supreme. Yeah, Supreme. Oh my God, Supreme is crazy right now. I feel Supreme's like so people nuts. are going so crazy over it. Exactly. So that's another thing. So it's like in the '90s there was skater brand just in New York, and then um, Colvin got really into it like in the mid. 2000s and then when i went to new york in the mid 2000s i bought him a bunch of t-shirts they're only 40 dollars, and then now it's like 500 dollars. <laughs> i know and then buy a brick for seven thousand yeah, dollars totally. line up for that shit <laughs> so things like that bother me because it doesn't seem authentic yeah how do you get into it without coming across as a hype well you're already a late adapter yeah you're ready. So therefore, you shouldn't be allowed to wear it? No, or? you can still, but we all know. Like, yeah. you're 20-something years old. You didn't know about it in the 90s. You yeah. didn't know about it in the 2000s. You know it now. So it's like, sure, you're a late adopter. Maybe you care about the lifestyle. Right. Maybe it's different. Because I feel like someone like someone who's older, like in your 30-plus, it's already passed for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't want to say that they've missed the boat. They cannot miss the boat. Yeah, there's boat. no boat to miss. Yeah, like it's fashion. It's always changing. Yeah. So it's like you can't miss the boat, but you can't front like you've always owned the boat. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's where the disconnect is, right? Is that if yeah. you act like, oh yeah, you're the shit because you're wearing that shit. There's a certain kind of exclusivity that people like with like exclusive brands, right? Is that Especially if you've been following it for so long. Yeah, totally. So if you, it's like you appreciate it for so long... You understand it's like yeah. from Vancouver. They built their name through totally. this. Da, 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 da. So I yeah. get it. I get it. You just gotta like, just I say when you rock it, rock it like you like you rock. Yeah, it you own it. Beginning. That's yours to yeah, own. Exactly. Because you've been rocking it for so long. Totally. Okay. So I guess 
that is your beat, <laughs> right? So your beat yes. is hype beast mm-hmm. and just pe- bandwagon, bandwagon hoppers. Mm-hmm. All right. So my beef is um a lot of car drivers right now. Oh, car that. drivers versus like people walking on the streets or biking. Yeah, I think like this week and last week, I've almost been hit by a car twice <gasps> when I've been just crossing the street when it was my right to cross the street. What, I'm, people are just, like, turning? Yeah, they, they they turn, they see me going, and they get, like, right up close to me, and then right when I'm out of the way, they just, like, speed graze right past you? me. They graze me. It's just, like... Shame on them. Like, what the fuck is going on with your head right now? It's like, you see me crossing, are you in that much of a fucking rush that you're gonna try and, like, scrape me, essentially, just to get to where the wherever the fuck you're going? Two days ago, we were crossing the street, and all of a sudden... This car just like turned and stopped literally right when I was about to cross. <gasps> I can't even like speak right now. It just makes me so angry so that angry. like what what the fuck like you can't stop for like ten seconds to let me cross the street. Like, are you in that much of a fucking rush? Okay, so one time I witnessed this is like um, Granville and Broadway. Okay, I was at the corner because it was like volunteering or whatever, and I saw this guy. It was his turn to cross, but this person felt like it was her need to uh, take a right turn. So she was coming down um, Broadway, yeah. taking a left on Granville, okay. and this guy was walking on, um, he was crossing Granville on Broadway. Okay. So he's right at the corner. So do you remember like where Chapters is? Yes. He's there. Okay. He's crossing the street. It's her turn. His, it's, it's his turn to cross. So she turns and he's pissed because she's, she's now like come across and he kicks the side of her door. <laughs> and he sticks his leg out, kicks it, and she's mortified. She yeah. pulls over and she's like, help me, help me. He kicked my door. There's a huge dent. Um, Somebody stop him. <laughs> like she's freaking out. She's right. just like a white blonde chick yeah and no one did anything of course not no she pulled over saw the giant dent on her door and was like ah help me and then everyone just like kept going on their day that's like uh, uh that's what you get yeah <laughs> so i was volunteering and we were collecting money so we were just like had our tins none of us flinched like the guy I was with i was like oh should we help her <laughs> And he was like, oh, donations for Vancouver <laughs> Rape Relief. And, like, nothing, like, phased him. Yeah. And there was, like, seriously a giant dent on the side of her door, on the passenger side. So, wait, do you think she was in the wrong or he was in the wrong? She was in the wrong. Right. It was her, his turn to cross. So why did you want to help her? But I felt sorry for her. She was, like, Aah. She was so lost. She was, like, feeling like no one was on her side. It's like, hey, bitch, maybe you shouldn't have tried to hit him. And you wouldn't have that dent on your car. <laughs> <laughs> and then no one did anything. And then she drove away like crying. She deserves it. It's like naturally though, like you, you wanna... feel sad for someone yeah. crying. But yeah. like, it's yeah. It's like pity almost, right? Yeah. But yeah. like, fuck you, bitch. She yeah, almost like... ran over mad. Yeah, totally. It's like, what in your right mind thinks it's okay? Okay, it's one thing if you weren't really paying attention and you accidentally like, but the fact, if I make, if, if we made eye contact and yet you still try and pull that kind of shit and almost like hit me. That's yeah. a different thing because that was different. intentional. Then yeah. you're purposely being a piece of shit just to just to show that you're in a rush. Like, no, 
I'm a pedestrian. Okay, does this make you feel any better? She was like in a BMW, no. like convertible. Then she, I hope that dent was like a permanent <laughs> dent on her You're fucking like, car. Help me. It's like, you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what you were doing. But I felt really bad, but no one else felt bad. And I was like, mm. You felt bad because you pitied her, not because you felt, you thought that she did something like. No, you're right. It's because I pitied her. Yeah. She looks sad. She doesn't deserve it. What about the guy? The guy you was know? just like, <laughs> he just crossed the street, kicked the side of her door, and then he kept walking. He had a great day. <laughs> exactly. He probably felt really great about it. That's what I'm going to do next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck some doors up <laughs> next time. Like, has that ever happened to you where you're crossing the street and just the person couldn't wait like an extra two seconds before you fucking hit, yeah. like, turned on you? It's happened to me. I just... I just don't understand why drivers feel like they have like this, this privilege or this right of way. Especially in like really fancy cars. Yeah, I just I don't get there. I feel like the fancier the car, the more of a douchebag you yeah, are. Yeah, the more arrogant that person is. Yeah, like you purposely like turn the corner really fast and then speed off or something. Oh shit my gosh, like that. it's the worst. Like working in Gastown, people will park in front of the bus stop. Right. And just, then just, we'll be like so alarmed when the bus is yeah. like honking at them. Why? Exactly. What have we done? <laughs> I like hope your car gets fucking towed. That's why people. That's why I don't like car fanatics sometimes. I feel like people who are car fanatics and have fancy cars, they're just like the worst of the worst. Oh, times. they're the worst of the worst. Seriously. So Versace had like, um, you know, Versace Homes in Gaston. Yeah. So they had like a fancy event or something, and. Um, they pretty much clogged up all of West Cordova. Really? So uh, buses had to like go closer to like Bambo right. to do like their pickups and drop offs. And people were losing their shit. So people were honking. But everyone was like, oh, it's valet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we got dropped off. <laughs> oh, my Land Rover. Oh, my Get Mercedes. Oh my and it was really just that. It's disgusting. And it was all Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. That's like the sad part of all of it. It was like Asians. It's like, yeah, not much to say to that. Okay. <laughs> and does this end your podcast that? Yeah, I guess so. On that, on that note, sure. <laughs> um, how about let's end with um, just one recommendation. Oh, yeah. You it know, could be we anything. always it could be anything. end on a really good note. Yeah, it's on a good note. Okay, so recommendations. Oh, Emerald. I really had a good time at Emerald today. What happened? I was just like really good cocktails. Yeah. They were half off from, I think it was like five to seven. Yeah. What was your favorite? Uh, It was a gin basil. Oh, is that where you got inspired by that? Like <laughs> yeah. Gin cocktails, my text message. Yeah. So I also had a gin lavender. Oh, so it's all gin cocktails? Uh, No, it's like whatever you want. So there's like whiskey sour. It's old fashioned. You had a gin basil and a gin lavender. Yeah, it was like a lavender infused. Right. It was delicious. Yum. And then I was like, oh, maybe we can make those today. <laughs> um, but that could be next time. Yeah, next time on the on our episode four podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Is a happy hour at the Emerald on cool. a sunny day. Awesome. Actually, it's not that great on a sunny day. Yeah, because you're inside, right? Yeah, and it feels like a dark bar yeah, that you should does. like get fucked up at. <laughs> so it's good for after hours, though. Or it just really late is. Night. 
That's the only time I've been there at, so I haven't been there in the day. Yeah, that's why when I heard you going there, I was like, oh, interesting, on a sunny day, because you're like, I just want to enjoy the sunshine. And I was then you're in like, the I'm sunshine. At the <laughs> I was in the sunshine. I was waiting for Gerald. I read my book nice. near um, Science Road. It awesome. was really nice. Sounds like a good good way to spend. It was your, a really Friday. good Friday. Awesome. A really good sunny Friday. Let's okay, see. what's your takeaway? My takeaway is um, a new coffee shop. I'm a big coffee fan. Mm. I love my coffee. Mm-hmm. I love my cafes. I love my coffee shops. Wait, have you been to Nemesis? Ah, uh, you. That was. You just oh, stole my thunder. Sorry. You whore. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> yes, Nemesis is my recommendation. They just opened up. Great coffee shop. A lot of mm-hmm. cute coffee boys there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their merch, and mm-hmm. they have really good coffee. Mm-hmm. They have a good brunch menu, and their chocolate. chocolate like walnut, salted, yada, 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 are amazing. They're big, they're tasty, Mm -hmm. and they're warm and chewy. And I really like a good coffee shop that sources beans that you can't really get anywhere else. Like, Okay, on top of that, wasn't it like, it's smooth. Yeah. It's like you don't need the extras. No. I didn't need like cream or sugar. It was good. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So I really, I really appreciate the coffee shops that open up here. But yeah, so that's my recommendation. Check out Nemesis Coffee. So I guess that concludes our... Is this episode... This is episode three. It was pleasure. Just like <laughs> maybe five months. So what? what is it now? It's April. April 28th. So I guess I'll see you again September 28th. No, it can't be that like sparse. Yeah. Is it sparse is the sparse, word I'm looking yes. for? Um, we have to like maybe do one next month. Yeah. Try and, try and be more frequent with this. Mm-hmm. Once we hit five, we'll make this public. Yes. Until then, lots of You editing. know what? We should do, like, at least once a month. I think so. We should try. I think if that's anything, doable. If anything, like, bi-weekly. Yeah. Then Bi- it's, like, every I think, two weeks. Yeah, once we once we pass our five episode mark, then we can start considering how frequently we need to do it. Maybe, like, once a month, twice a month. But, yeah, we'll, we'll play it by ear. Okay, sweet. But definitely not five months. <laughs> That's a bit much. So this is uh, our podcast number three. Trey. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Yay. Bye. Bye.